to the Rant and Rave Podcast, as we discuss about news, sports, video games, movies, TV shows, pro wrestling, and much, much more. And now, here are your hosts, as we start the Rant and Rave Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another live stream video. I'm one of the main co-hosts, Brian Martin, and this is another episode of the Rant Ray Podcast in favor of our good friend Michael Jordan's number 23, everybody. Yep. And, yep, that being said, I'd like to introduce my other main co-host, which is Jordan Little, everybody. It's good to be back here on the show once again and again and again. And also our other fellow co-host, Andrew Hawking, the Canadian Destroyer. Hello, everyone. And also our our 200 uh, subscriber uh, milestone hitter, David 3000. Hello, everybody. And my room is screen now, as you can tell. Thanks, Sister Yep. Oh, yeah, I just noticed that. It's green. And, yes. uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's also, you could also use that for green screen if you want to. Yeah. Wait yeah, a minute. Wait. Oh, my God. Da- da- Danny just said, said, uh, day 23. Give it up for day 23, uh, uh, uh Mr. Krabs, you know, uh, Jeff or, you know, or meme, whatever. That's funny. And my room is back to me. Yeah. Uh, awkward. That was. Uh, yeah. Wait, you can change the color of your background of your room. Oh, I see. Okay, that's kind of odd. Like I never, my my head. Like I, oh, oh, Danny, Danny fell for it. I actually thought David got his room painted. I'm dumb. Lol. We're doing great. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing great. Okay. Uh, and hello there, Lair. Um, anyway, so basically after, you know, the last episode, we're deciding to minimize the show to try and go under two hours. So, or at least like Aww. around two hours. No, 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 we David, not, we are not going over three hours again. We yes, are not getting up like not the normal records and that's it. And that's final and end of story. Besides. Besides, I don't know how anybody could would watch all, all of us rambling on for three or forty three hours and forty four minutes. I think uh, Danny will anyway. Well, Danny is not on the show here, is he? He's in the yeah. live chat. Yeah. Anyway, and yeah, it's all right. You're doing good, Lair. All right. So with that being said, three topics as usual. I didn't get the Wheel of What app set up because one, I was too lazy to do it, and two, I'm going to see oh, to gee, it. I wonder why. Oh, gee, I wonder why. Well, maybe it's because because your mother. Oh. <laughs> and, anyway, so yeah, like I'm saying, before I'm rudely interrupted by someone who keeps you know constantly interrupting <laughs> and 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 also had gets 200 subscribers only by sheer luck, mind you. Uh, so here's how, how it's going to work out. We're going to do this in alphabetical order. Andrew will start first, Brandon, then David, then me, and that, and then, and then, you know, vice, you know, the whole, whole rest of it goes, at, you know, for each topic we do one at a time. And then in the main event, the special guest we have is going to be my father. 
Now, there's a reason why my dad is in the main event, but I'm not going to explain too much of it because it's be- better for you to for him to explain what's going to go down in regards to the coronavirus and the whole WWE thing. Oh, by the way, that is another thing, and I'm going to give you all an update before we start our topics. WWE has recently announced <laughs> that WrestleMania is now going to be a two-night event. I will say this one more time. WrestleMania 36, the granddaddy of them all, is becoming a two-night event. I will say this. One, that is pathetic and retarded. It makes no sense to me why they'd want to do that. Second, they want to want to do this in order to prevent more whole coronavirus, but we'll get to that in the main event. But at the same time, it's 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 stupid. I don't I mean, it, I mean I agree with Alex Putnam, WTF. <laughs> but anyway, but like I said, we're all here. Everybody's ready. I'm ready. My dad, I hope he's ready because I told him he had to get a, get a streaming yard account, and I told him it's free. And I'll, I'll message him on Facebook when I send the link. And with that being said, let's go. So, yeah. Can, you break, it, can um, you break your bones? I cracked my knuckles. There's a difference. Oh. Anyway, uh, Andrew, you'll start with our, with our first topic. All right, we're talking about my server, the GSC server. We have our current champion on high rollers. This one, two matches already close to slightly close to eighty, ninety thousand dollars in cash and prizes. He's going for his third match against another challenger, which is I'll figure out which day is our next episode. And I will be turning classic concentration. We're gonna. We're going to resume as where I left off, and I possibly, I hope you, Brent Martin, will could possibly get your rematch once again. Yes, or probably uh, start my new series on the GSC TV ser- Channel 85 with Password. Oh, yeah, and of course, retur- and of course, Password is now on GSC server, hosted by yours truly, Brandon Martin. Yep, that's right. And we'll figure out which day and time is the premiere date for Password. And that's the end of my first topic. You're up, Brandon. All righty. Now we get to the grade levels for from Bleach Report. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, and we get the <laughs> uh, that's funny. But anyway, this one will be for AEW Dynamite, and what I've heard from uh, NXT though, yeah, they did not do as well. They didn't have any. They, they didn't have that much matches to go on, and also they have no crowd, of course. But then again, last week they had a crowd, but they don't have one anymore, despite you know the whole coronavirus thing, which will be in the main event, which I will leave to. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Yes, this time, unfortunately, no gray levels, but will not. But the only one we'll have is AW Dynamite. But this one will have the opening segment. Which is going to be the uh, following, and and I quote: Cody Rhodes opened the show standing 
in an empty ring with an arena full of empty seats. You know what? That 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 promo and that you know segment. I'll have to admit that was pretty. You know, that was pretty cool the way what they did right there. Yeah, and they still did the show. And the only attendance they had were other AEW wrestlers being, you know, fans in their own right. And I thought that was genius. Did WWE have that for their shows? No. And will they? And will they? Absolutely not. Because they're all about, you know, trying to keep their wrestlers protected. Or no, no, no. Excuse me. Not wrestlers. Superstars. Yeah. And I think that is a freaking joke. Mm. Everything about that. Everything about them nowadays is a joke. Which my dad will help point out, you know, later in the main event. Trust me, it, it will. I mean, when he gets on here, he's going to open up a can of well, of you know what? Yes. Anyway. Woods. Yes. Anyway, now going guess what Gary will be for this opening segment. Hello, Jeffrey. What? Okay, the grade level. Um, Andrew, you go first. Uh, B plus. You're on the right track, but not what we're looking for. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, Ron Simmons. David? <laughs> I see. E, no. Uh, wait, what did Andrew say? B plus? Yeah. A minus? No. Oh, come on. Okay, let me All check. Right, Jay Houston said B. What? Uh, oh. Jay Houston says B. He says solid B, and Jay's got it. It is a B. Okay. Okay. Well, 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 it it was a good promo. I thought I would have gotten a minus or eight or solid A, but frick. No, no, Jeffrey. Too soon, too late. It was a, it was a, it was a solid B. So yeah, and Jay got it. He and he also said never the word. Coronavirus. Which is wait, 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 who said wait? Oh, you're talking about Cody Rhodes and all the others, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah at least they, they, they don't they don't make it a big deal like everybody else is. Freaking prick. Anyway, we got and it's Jay's already on the board of one on the board of one point. Then this next one, we got a tag team match player. Ha ha ha. We got best friends taking on two members of the Death Triangle of the Lucha Brothers. Tony, it's oh. the Lucha Brothers. <laughs> they got tacos, pepper filled. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. and as soon as they they throw the taco and the pepper is inside, you know, like it, when when you get pepper in your eye. And all it will it poke you in the eye, it will burn too. And then you'll go blind. And, like, then, you'll go blind. <sighs> and then you'll go blind after that. Yeah, well, I thought that's what happens when a woman flies. Right. Never mind. Continue on, Brandon. Continue on. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, and Orange Cassidy sat with the commentary team and he never, ever says a word. Yeah, he's just like this, going like, hold on. <laughs> or 
Anyway. Oh, shit. Yep. And then on with, instead of that usual hug, uh, Chucky T and Trent bumped elbows. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I got a, I got a perfect name for Chucky T, whatever. Hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, it. Uh. All right. Look at it. Chucky T's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Chucky T's, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Cassie got involved at one point, but the ref did not disqualify the best friends for it. In the end, it didn't help as the Lucha Brothers picks up the win over best friends. Now, rarely for this one. Your friend John says, be more fun if they use cardboard cutouts of celebrities to fill the arena. <laughs> that'd be that'd actually be something. Yeah. All right. All right. The grade level for this one, um, solid B. You are close, Andrew. Ah. David. B plus. David's got it. It is a B plus. Okay, you're, okay, you're starting to do it properly now. <sighs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, do not don't get pumped up there, David. Wait a minute. Well, Jay said B plus, but still uh Dave wait. Yeah, David oh, still got it. Oh wait, and then Jeffrey's Jeffrey's definitely wrong on that one. He says C plus once again, and he's wrong on once again. What's with these C pluses? Is it is it because of coronavirus plus whatever? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, jeez. Right. But I actually, I think, uh, I think John's comment is better. Be more, more fun if they could use, if they, if they use cardboard cutouts of celebrities to fill the arena. Yeah, let's have Dwayne Johnson, freaking Dave Batista, and Stone Cold Steve Austin as cutouts in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> you see, and then Stone Cold would have appeared on not just Raw but AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the way, speaking of Raw. When he was doing his little uh, entrance thing where he does like this, uh, Jerome said he'd laugh if he did that without a crowd in there. And he and, he, and you know what? He did it anyway, which was even just as bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, if you have an empty arena match set up on a WWE 2K game, and it'd be an empty arena match where you have Stone Cold come out, you know, as a playable character, and then he just has his, you know, lifts his arms up and still with there's no crowd reaction and no crowd at all, which is – yeah. 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 All right. Moving on from there, we got the uh, Fatal Four Way uh, match to determine to get a future title shot against Nyla Rose. Yeah. Yeah. We got Riho versus the Galaxy's Greatest Alien, Chris Statlander, mm. versus Super Bad Girl, Penelope Ford, versus Hikaru Shida. And I, if I do recall, Haikuru Shida won that match, right? Yep, that is right. And I'm assuming she'll probably be facing Nyla Rose on at Blood and Guts. Yeah. Because that would be the, be the wise thing. All right, and now guess we're going to be for this one. Uh, solid B. You're close again, Andrew. Oh, what is Andrew time? David. Happy plus. David got it again. Two in a row. Two in a row. That's the same great, great level. 
Jay Houston said B plus, but still, we didn't get. You're not gonna believe what you're not gonna believe what Jeffrey said. Right a plus. A plus. A plus. Jeffrey said A plus. Like no. Wait a minute. One step away from possibly seeing wrestling shows going VR and rings set up in a round film studio with green screen. Oh my god. <laughs> could be possible. Point could be possible. Yeah, true. Oh. And I can't believe it. Uh, you know, this kept the mo- mo- momentum going from the first bout. And the post-match interview with Colt Cabana was a funny way to end the segment. Wait, wait, no, it's not just Colt Cabana. It's oh, Colt. Cabana. Boom, boom, Cabana. <laughs> There we go. That that's better. Boom boom. Oh my god. I I, I love that. I, I I don't know why. It's so freaking hilarious when it says boom. Yes. All right. Next one we got the net. We got another tag team match player. Ha ha. Uh, what the fr- What was that? What the That was that's coming from David. That's why. Oh, okay. And we have this time we got the butcher and a blade without the bunny. Oh, you made the Easter bunny. <laughs> All right, I'm doing this bunny dance again, bunny hop one more time, just for the viewers. <laughs> Why not? You mean, you mean you mean I quote just for the views? Ooh, that's a shooter. Here it comes. Here it comes. We're gonna do. We're gonna do the bunny <laughs> hop. Get on your hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I still think that's bad without the bunny. Yeah, it's like it's like that Veggie Tales <laughs> thing, you know, uh, the bunny, the bunny. Whoa, I love the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Taking on Jurassic Express. With uh, I think it was Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Mitch says that's a crazy. Well, the thing is, that's what happens when we have the bunny out there. But apparently, she wasn't for some reason. And oh, Jeffrey's <laughs> laughing, of course. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> yep. After okay. Okay, I'm better. All right, excuse me. There we go. That's better. After MJF tried to help the bad guys by shouting instructions, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy used his distraction to their advantage and scored the victory over the Butcher and the Blade. Now guess what it will be for this one. For the third time in a row, a solid B. No. David. A B plus. Nope. Okay, finally, my turn. It's a uh, C+. Okay, finally, my turn. Jordan's got it on the board. It is a C+. Here's what Jay Houston said. He says C+, plus, but Jordan said it first. But Jordan said it first. Mm-mm, I got it. 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 Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't be like it, Gary. And, Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, well, I, at least I'm dancing because I'm happy. Oh, by the way, 
following the VR uh, thing could could see, wait 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 hold on following the VR thing could see WWE making a VR chat that you pay to get and talk with wrestlers avatars and have discounts on the WWE store. Man, that was hard to read. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you did that, that money, that the money hop. Mitch says that's a crazy dance. Oh yeah, that's I already read Mitch, that part. That's what Mitch says. <laughs> He already read that there, uh, Andrew. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Moving on from there, we got another segment. And yeah, who is the exalted one? Oh, my God. It. Yeah, we all know. I know this. It's Brody Lee, a.k.a. formerly known as uh, Luke Harper from WWE. Yep. That's right. And I will say this. I am actually... I'm actually oh. thankful. The, the, I hate you, Danny. Anyway, uh, yeah. I'm actually, no, what was it? What was it? Go look in the chat and don't read it out loud. Don't just, read it out loud. I just, I just, I already know what it is. Anyway, uh, all I know is, I just think that, uh, I just think that you know, it's kind of fitting that we have you know him be a main, you know, uh you know, leader of a, of a group or a faction, because I think he's, I mean, he's been, you know, jerked around for so long, despite being a former intercontinental champion and a former SmackDown tag team champion, he deserves his own, 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 uh, you know, group now. So, and at the same time, but yeah. Yes. Now, I was that bubble. They told me. All right. You want the grade level, Brandon? Yes. I'll give you B. Once again, fourth time B. And Andrew. Fourth time is the charm. You got it. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fourth time is a charm. Hallelujah. I thought it was third time. Time's a charge. You, you no good big pudding butt bubble. Oh, you, you better be careful, Jordan. You better be careful. Hey, if I make the Hulk angry, they go green and get angry. I'm angry right now just having someone read off the live chat and say the two most annoying words called Red Bubble, Red Bubble, Red Bubble. <laughs> yeah, freaking pillow fight. I don't even have a pillow with me, so you guys are lucky. <laughs> anyway, hold on, hold You're on. You're the one who has pillows is me and Brandon. Hang on, just one oh, second. Oh, and now here comes. Look, look at David. Here he comes. Look at he's he's getting something, and I bet he's going to get grab a pillow too. No, he's not. I, I can only tell what I, I know. What he's getting? He's probably getting sunglasses. Yeah, or I, I freaking know this kid. No, it's not. It's a, it's a cheap. It's a cheap, you know, lightsaber. He's got a lightsaber. What did he say? Oh, 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 listen, listen, what Danny said. Danny says, David, that word is forbidden to say out loud. This is going in a high highlight reel for the sure. L L O L. Lots of loads of laughter. What did yeah. you say? <laughs> what did you say? 
Nothing. No, no. What was it? Your lightsaber is from um, probably a cheap antique store. <laughs> Strike me down with all of your hatred. Anyways, 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 let's continue on on Brandon's topic, all right? Brandon, if you continue, please, before we all go crazy. Yes, thank you. Anyway. That's too, that's too soon, too late, Andrew. Yeah, I'm sorry. But anyway, we, this is the main event we have. It's going to be a, a tag team match play again. Ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. We have. God. Where's the Funkasaurus when you need him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Elite. The, the Elite. Take it on the inner circle. Yeah, uh, you, you need to be more specific on which members of the elite or or the inner circle who's facing. Oh yeah, right. It's a six man tag. Be more specific. There we go. And the the inner circle of Santana or Ortiz and Jake Hager. We're taking on taking on Hangman Adam Page, Matt Jackson, or what? That doesn't make any sense, but Jack, I know one of the Jacksons for sure. No, no, wait, 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 no. No, it was Matt Jackson. Okay, I was right. Okay, cool. And Cody. And then. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. And however, though, I will get to that one, one. Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. I'm not going to say anything. I'll yeah, say it after we do the grade level report. We'll do it after the grade level. Yeah. However, Sammy Guevara and MJF had a great time singing Chris Jericho's theme song. Oh my god, that. Oh, having to listen to Sammy Guevara is kind of like listening nails on a chalkboard. He couldn't get the lyrics right at all. Like, and I'm like. Dude, you, you sound retarded. Sing the lyrics right or get the F out of here. Yeah, just, <laughs> just get, get. You are beautiful on the inside. You are innocence personified. And I will drag you down and send you out. Run away. No, your singing is a, is an A F minus minus with a dildo. <laughs> yeah, and, but, yeah, but the match itself took up the last thirty minutes of the show, and then and then the inner circle got the win with Santana rolled up Jackson for the pin. Now, go ahead and guess what Gray will be for this final one. Well, this match. This before, time, before, wait, 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 Andrew. Before you start, wasn't this match to determine who gets the advantage in the blood and guts match? Oh yes, that is right. Yes. Yeah, because see, since the match will start off with one of the two people that are in the blood and guts match, the next few minutes that pass, and then another person comes out, it'll be a member from the inner circle. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you can go ahead and guess, uh, Andrew. Sorry to cut you off. Next time, it has to be a B minus. Andrew's got it on the money. He's got it. <laughs> Man. Oh, hey, Connor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, after the match, uh, you know what? How about I let you do the honors, Brandon? Because I think it would be best if I hear it from you because I watched this last night, and I was really shocked and very happy. So you go ahead. 
Alrighty. Well, after the match, though, when when uh, the inner circle uh, kind of do their, their promo, of course, having the advantage, though, going into blood and guts and all that and, and all those other jazzy stuff. However, there was like a like a, there's that drone coming up out of nowhere. I'm like, I think you know what that means. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And suddenly, it is broken, Matt Hardy. Yeah. Oh. Now in AEW, I will bring total. All delete wrestling, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and your Delete, 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 delete. Yes, and uh, do I need to say who wins this week? It's very easy. AW. Yeah, because they got a gray level, and yeah, and mostly NXT. Yeah, not so much. So actually, David and Andrew tied at two apiece, though. And yeah. after that, Jordan's got well a solid one, of course. And also, Jay got one as well. At least we got something. Yeah, and that'll be the end of my first topic. All right, David, you're up. All right. Uh, hold on. All right, so my first topic, um, despite uh, what happened uh, yesterday with my Twitter subscribers, but to take it down, you will. I'll refilm it by the end of this week, which one, and uh, hopefully bring Andrew as well. Um, yeah, the also, uh, what in uh, the frack was that? That was me. Hold on. Thank God, good goodness, it wasn't Danny playing uh, accordion. Anyway. Well, at least with Danny playing accordion, at least it's probably more entertaining. <laughs> I like the Family Feud one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, coming soon, there will be more gameplay videos um, starting there this week. And uh, uh, starting with uh, Big Time Steel No Deal, where, you know, I'll be... Uh, how many of the people playing for a million, three million, uh, whatever I choose. And uh, it will start there this week. And I have done one since last year. Um, but stay tuned. And uh, also, uh, for movie reviews, um, thanks to one certain someone uh, distracted me this past uh, week. Um, I didn't have a chance to watch... Uh, Toy Story 4 as a plan, but you know what I'm talking about, Jordan, right? Yeah, I do. Ass uh, at its finest. Anyway, yeah. sorry about that. That was that was my that was my phone. That was my mother calling me. Well, okay. Well, that is an exception because you gotta always answer your mother. Yeah. Anyway, or continue on, David. Or you could just ignore it. Anyway, um, so yeah, so. Uh, you will, uh, you will, uh, answer for a few days. Anyway, um, so, uh, I'll try to do movie reviews, uh, sometime soon if I don't get distracted. So, there you go on that. And, um, 
more updates uh with the Toy subscriber special uh we might refilm it tomorrow if toys available then uh as i originally planned uh because i want it to be a full house on uh, stream yard so i'll see what to do about that and uh as for the notes podcast uh joins from the super busy on usually saturdays so i may change it to tuesdays or since i'm on this show now i'm main get rid of it but i did pull on my facebook page uh there we guys go to uh, like it uh, uh on there uh facebook.com slash there we thousand i did a poll um uh where you think i should do the next podcast since i do have uh, uh someone uh considered they want to do it and also i think about uh you know interviewing another person was a real for for ticket testing that I wanna do. But um uh I'll see what I could do. Uh me and Tori might talk like later to see what uh, what we could do about that. So uh there you go. That's it for my first topic. Okay folks. Um Okay folks You know I can have your mic muted, you know that right? Uh, this is not your show. Yeah, well, at the flick of my finger, I can tell Brandon mute you. Mm-hmm. Now, anyway, so I'm gonna do a um, a movie review on a movie that I think is very good. Now, I'm gonna do the one minute delay thing. So, if you haven't watched this movie, I suggest you back out now. But if you have seen it, then, the by all means, and it starts right now. What's the movie? It's a movie uh, called Joker. Yeah. It's the one that came out in 2019 around in October, I believe. And, or no, wait, no, no, no. Was it November? I can't really remember what it was. But anyway, I bought this uh, that, that was under the uh, recent releases under $10 thing. It was $9.99. And yes, I know, $9.99. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, at least. It was a good price to purchase. I mean, it was a good movie to purchase because, I mean, one, it's got it's. I mean, it was um, it was a good movie. You know, voted in by the Oscars. Everybody loved the movie, and plus, yeah. Noah Longmire, how you doing? So, yeah. All right, five, four, oh, yeah, three, two, one, zero. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, the movie Joker. Um, instead of um, the, the character being named Jack Napier or anything in particular. Uh, yeah, we know, David. Anyway, so. Basically put, the movie starts off where this guy known as Arthur Flick is putting on his makeup. He works at, the, at a clown place, whatever, you know, where you like clowns for hire, whatever it is. And so basically he's in the street holding up a sign, you know, to advertise being a clown, you know, and all that. But a couple of kids being a bunch of douchebags, take a sign and then just, you know, take it away and all that. Whenever you review, whenever you see Sonic the Hedgehog movie, are you going to review it? Yeah, I will. I mean, obviously I'm going to review it. Um, but yeah. So after what happened, uh, he, um, yeah, he goes after the kids, but they freaking, 
you know, uh, ambushed him, took him down. The intro, the in- introduction of the, of the movie was very, very good. And other parts of the movie, I'm going to go forward uh, onward. Other stuff that were freaking, you know, there. And basically put how it all, what the main plot is, is the fact of how he becomes the Joker without having to fall in a vat of chemicals. He, or, or getting his hair bleached green because of it. Instead, he's like, you know, oh my God, his, this Joker is kind of like, it's not what I'd compare to the Heath Ledger Joker from the Dark Knight movie back in 2008, which I saw in theaters, mind you, and I'll have to do a review on that in my own, own right in the future. But however, I will say this though, at the same time, as as the, you see in his little you see, he's like, you know, crazy on the inside, you know, and, you know, and he's like having to take medication and all that. But I think even with medication, he's still crazy. So as soon as he, uh, there's a time where on the, after he gets fired from his job because he brought a gun to a children's hospital, you know, guess what? He's on the subway, wait, uh, you know, and these other guys who are being, you know, douchebags who, by the way, later are, are confirmed as Wayne, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, corporate guys despite being drunk jackasses decided to mess around with with uh, Arthur and at the same and what happened was because of the gun that Arthur had he killed those guys and after he goes to the bathroom you know guess what he does he does this some kind of dancing like you know slow dancing and it's actually kind of weird you know but then later on Everything he has is just a fantasy in some in more cases, thinking that he's funny, only the thing is he's not. And then there's this personality that he likes who actually um, jokes about him, you know, not being funny. So, and then, you know, his mother play, comes into play, saying that he's the, the illegitimate son of, of um, Thomas Wayne, who is the father of Bruce Wayne, who becomes Batman, of course. And later on, yeah, he, it's not real. He's not really the brother of illegitimate brother, Bruce Wayne. He's actually, it was confirmed that her mother was crazy and all that. Oh yeah. That's, that's my favorite scene too. I'll get to that in just a moment. And so after he finds out the truth as to what really, you know, goes on, he's not really the illegitimate son. He's actually adopted and all that. Even after trying to convince Thomas Wayne, you know, during a, um, a show, an opera, I believe. Guess what happens? He um, not only uh, not not only does his fantasy over, but he freaking uh, you know kills his mother because earlier in, in the movie her, his mother mother had a stroke or something after the cops had come to ask her questions in regards to Arthur owning owning a gun or whatever, which was given to him by one of his uh, former you know um, empl- fellow employees after he got you know fired because the gun belonged to one of them he um yeah she's in the hospital because of the stroke but when he found out the truth about everything he freaking takes a takes a pill and smothers her, her to death and then he goes back home later and he uh not only paints his face white as you know as a clown would do and not only about to paint his entire face you know like he usually would paint it when he ever when he was you know working as a clown he dot he like uses green paint like green hair dye whatever it was to paint his hair green and then and then when his other friends come over you probably know what happens one of the fr- well one of the friends i must say was the one who gave him the gun 
And he kills that guy because he was talking about the cops, you know, going around, you know, you know, asking questions. But the other one who happened to be a dwarf, who was probably more nicer to Arthur, who happens to come from the UK. I don't know which, which area, maybe it was Scotland. I think, I don't know, but either way. Yeah. And now I'm about to get to the scene, Mitch, where he's dancing on the stairs. And by the way, this Joker actually smokes more a lot. He smokes a lot. I mean, like cigarettes, I mean. And as the cops are trying to chase him because they found him, uh, they um, they failed at trying to apprehend him. They got beat. They got they were put in critical condition after a, a big mob of riot of people trying to, uh, you know, beat them down because they're protesters. Because Thomas Wayne called civilians in Gotham City clowns or whatever, and they started wearing clown masks as a you know a movement against uh, Wayne, of course. And so after that. Yeah, he comes on the show, which he was, you know, joked about, you know, and who he was inspired by. He's on the show. He even confesses of what he does. And not only that, he kills the host of the show and everyone's screaming and panicking. And he because he taught and he actually said things that actually was like, you know, what actually kind of like is true in a way. But still, because of him being crazy. Yeah. It could do a lot to a guy. And then after he after he's apprehended, which is where I'm going to get to the end of the movie, of course, uh, you probably know what happens with Bruce Wayne in his life as a kid. His parents get shot and all that, yada, yada, yada. But when Joker's pulled out of the cop car, you know, from the guys who freaking, you know, used an ambulance to crash into the cop car, they pull him out of the pull Joker out of the car, put him on top of the police car hood, and as he stands up and everybody's cheering for him, he's doing his little dance routine and you know his little red smile that he paints on himself. It, it was not like there that much anymore. So instead of painting it on himself, and because of the blood that was coming out of his mouth, he did this. <laughs> you know, and then it's and as it you know has a cliffhanger, you know, fading away that, uh, yeah, he, he's in the site. He's in Arkham, you know, hospital, of course. And it ends with, you know, obviously he killed one of those interviewers and then he's dancing and then cut, you know, goes out, you know, the end and all that. And this movie, I give it a five out of five because it really showcases on um, telling a story of the origins of one of the greatest, uh, you know, uh, DC, uh, villains, you know, of all time, and also uh, Batman's greatest arch enemy, of course. I mean, it was a very well done story. I, I loved it. I advise everybody to watch this movie. Um, you know, kind of like, you know, with the whole thing with Scarface, you may have to be 18 older to watch this movie. But yeah. But yeah, it was. I advise anybody, like, you know, Brandon, Andrew, if you want to watch this movie, that's fine. I mean, but still, mm -hmm. it, is, it is truly one for the ages. I mean, I couldn't have thought. I don't know if there's any other uh, DC comic villain that could probably top this because I don't think I could see one. But anyway, that'll be the end of my first topic of movie review. Andrew, what's your second topic? Well, my second topic is this is one thing that is real worries on everybody in here in Canada and the U.S. 
Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy just found out they they're postponing their tapings of their game shows. Same for the prices, right? Yet. Let's make a deal. They should have do the same thing. And 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 of course, and of course the update because I'm now I'm not working. Because you know, I'll tell you why. Because I told that to Brandon and possibly Brandon and David that my work. I work in a bingo hospital to work this past Tuesday. Unfortunately, they're closed. They closed, so now I'll be stuck at home for three weeks because of the coronavirus. Yeah, and I was like, like you're going to be stuck in three weeks. I was about to say, yeah, and gee, I wondered why. You know? Yeah. So that means I'm stuck at, stuck at home for two or three weeks until I get all that cleared off. Uh, anyways, uh, anyways. And of course, and I found an update that in not here in, in Stratford, but in St. Mary's, Ontario, now they got two cases of that. Now they got two people stuck tested positive for the coronavirus in St. Mary's. Mm. Not here in Stratford or Mitchell, but St. Mary's. And that's the end of my second topic. Brandon. I'm on, I'm firing away. Here we go. The updates on Prestige Wrestling. Well, unfortunately, they were gonna have uh, they they were supposed to have Prestige Wrestling Tampa for a WrestleMania week. However, they can't do that because of and for the viewers, what is that word called for? Starts with a C, except for you three. You already know what it is. Oh there you go. Thank you. Yes. Or or uh, or COVID nineteen. Yes. Or COVID nineteen. Yes. Exactly. Or what? Or con or twenty. Or twenty. Because it's twenty twenty. Oh. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Mm, well. Let's go. Okay. With the update on Rosalind 2, they were supposed to have it this weekend. Unfortunately, they can't do that because, because of that coronavirus. However, though, Rosalind 2 has a new date for that. It will be July 19th. It's still going to be happening on Sunday as well. And along with uh, this time, we're going to have a new it's going to be a GC where Game Changer Wrestling will be also in Portland throughout the weekend as well. In which I'm very excited for both of them as well. And to confirm those wrestlers that are going to be there are Effie, Effie. Alex Zane, who we were oh, supposed Lord. to have here on Rant Rave weeks ago. Yes, however, and for sure, we got a confirmed date for Alex Zane. It will happen on the 16th of April. So that that's for sure for, on that. We got Warhorse along with the self-proclaimed, he pretends to be seven feet, four inches tall, Andrew Everett and Blake Christian. And they'll update... Everyone that has more confirms to come in, they will get ready for new matches, surprises, and a lot more on that. But for the other events itself in May and June, 
I mean, we'll see what happens from there. And then my good friend Willem will let me know as well on his side. But, but anyway, guys, that will be the end of my second topic. David, you're next. All right. So, all right, for my second topic, um, one of the um, games so far is that we know that I talked about earlier that I might have on the last podcast. <clears throat> not podcast hopefully um uh christian uh Dexel it's was, Dixie. Dixie, excuse me was a contestant on real fortune not too long ago uh this past uh uh march sixteenth uh, i believe um wait march sixteenth yeah I, I think so that's when uh, no, I think I think. Hang on, if I remember correctly. Uh oh, never. Uh, yeah, it's actually seventeenth. Actually, uh oh, oh St. Patrick's Day that is. Um, so if you want to get tested on Real Fortune, and for those who haven't seen it, I'm not gonna uh, spoil it. But uh, let me just say, he did a great job and. Uh, hopefully, I could have him on the large podcast one interview. Hopefully, so. Um, yeah, so. Uh, um, yeah, so. Um, congratulations to him for uh, being on Real Fortune. That's it for my next. That's it for my topic. Okay, for my second topic, I'm gonna say this. Um, Due to the fact that there's this whole coronavirus deal going on, I'm gonna I'm gonna put all my projects in regards to, um, well, ex- well, ex- savor for one, except for uh, the Bird Call podcast. I'm gonna put Weekly Whammy Wednesday on hold until you know this whole three weeks, two weeks, what whatever about, it is. Uh, you know? Five, 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 same five, that, five, same five. for that, same for that too. That's what I mean because. I don't want, because in case anybody who's, you know, infected, I don't want them, you know, being exploited on YouTube of their, you know, in case, because I don't want them to be, like, embarrassed or anything. Because, because it's out of respect, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, hey, we're not breaking records. That's the thing here. Yeah, that's the thing. But anyway. That's going to be it for uh, my second topic and update. And by the way, my third and final topic, it's going to be um, my dad joining us soon. And yeah. So, Andrew, go ahead with your third and final topic. Anyways, my third and final topic is, well, and the updates. And well, I just found out the my Ontario Hockey League has been, they're finished their season very early because of the coronavirus. And I'll tell you why. This has never happened before when the OHL finished their season early. Like, like, come on. When they finish the season early, like, come on. Now all sports are postponed and and everything everything on pause. And of course, that's in my third and final topic. Mm. Your turn, Brian. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna make that up on the fly. I'm going off for my channel update though on my end of my channel because I know for sure we're 
Am I just going to keep on doing Rant and Rave podcasts? Of course I am. Along with, uh, you know, with my uh, continuing on with my project for uh, two, WW2K20, my career mode. And I still need to get on, still need to get on that as well. Finish up. And to be honest, this game is so terrible. After this, I'm done with the game. And I'm going back to my my another another project, which is SmackDown's Raw 2011, which hmm. is uh, that three, and I'll continue on from there till. And yeah, and that's gonna be it for my third and final topic. All right, David, you're next, or as Goldberg would say, you're next. <laughs> or maybe or maybe Goldberg. I don't know. Maybe yeah, yeah. Did he wait? Uh, is he did he appear on SmackDown last week, or did he? Or is he going to appear on this week? Because I can't tell. Um, because I, gosh, I was. I know he didn't appear last week. I mean, probably even this week though. But we'll see. Mm. All right, <clears throat> so. As you don't know, uh, Danny and I don't really like this, but Who Wants to Millionaire is coming back to TV after a year of hiatus again. Mm. And uh, I'm just say we have some good news about Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I mean, it's not a bad game, so it's just that they keep changing the rules and the contestants and all that. Um, thanks to uh, Jeffrey for putting this out on his Facebook page. That, uh, here's the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, uh, uh, information. It's the classic format of 50 questions. Uh, the old ABC money tree from the 90s and similarly to milestones at, uh, 1,000 and 32,000. There's life lines are, there are fun of and 50-50 and ask the host, replacing the audience. So that's a new feature. Ask the host instead of ask the audience. So we have to see about this. Well, it may not be Regis Philbin, but it's someone. That's all I got to say. Yeah. What do you I have, have to say? I mean, for me, though, I'll start off. It's just I know. Okay, I can understand with that. With the hosts, ask the hosts. Oh yeah, by mine, if I remember correctly, though, in the UK version of the new version of Millionaire, they still use the phone a friend and the fifty-fifty, of course. Oh, and ask the audience. Actually, ask the host. Ask the host. Yeah, it's still oh. the audience as well, and then they ask the host. Here's, Which is on my- uh, here's proof. Here's the proof. Yeah, he's got proof. I have proof. <laughs> <laughs> Millionaire yeah, info, classic format of 15 questions, the old HBC money tree from the 90s and seemingly two milestones at, at $1,000 and $32,000. Lifelines are phone a friend. 50-50, and ask the host, replacing the audience. Give me a mother freaking break. Yeah. Get that bullshit out of there. 
Uh, I have to say, Andrew. I don't know why they were using ask the host to replace the ask the audience. That that was that's nuts. That's total nuts right there. Mm-hmm. They should have uh, kept the lifelines where it is. 50-50, ask the audience and phone a friend. Keep it where it is, but do not put ask the host unless if you put on the fourth on the fourth lifeline, then you'll be alright. Yeah. Then we'll be all right. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to say it's the main reason why it's coming back is because of the 20th anniversary back in uh, 2000. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's it for my third topic. And also, I have a quick uh, announcement. Uh, there is going to be a new rule uh, coming to the live chat on my YouTube channel. Uh, since the coronavirus has been going on, um, I decided that the new role is that n- no more negativity in the live chat. Maybe it's a while because, you know, we just want to forget about those politics news things that's happening every day now. And uh, we just don't want you know, yeah. just don't want to talk about those things. So please, no negativity in the live chat. Well, simply we can talk about it, just no negativity about it. Yeah. I mean... Not like that certain person that we know on Facebook. But anyway, pl- oh, um, yeah. I don't blame you, Mitch. So, yeah. So, that is my new rule on my live chat. Uh, please, no more negativity about anything that will make you upset or anything like that. Just talk about positive things. So, uh, that's it for my topic. What do you, you have to say about my new rule? Yeah, I agree with it. Yeah, I agree as well. Well, uh, I guess it's time. Yes, it is time. It's almost, that time. Oh, oh, almost, gotta wait. almost at the hour mark still. Not like yeah. before. Uh, my dad should see it soon. As soon as he sees it, we'll get him on here. Oh, and he's still active on Messenger. But anyway, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and even all adolescents, it is time for the main event of the show. Already. Yeah. So, he should be in the backstage soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have my father on here for the very first time on the show. And this is going to be a topic that is worth discussing. And it will involve coronavirus, but it also involves something else, too. Okay? Mm-hmm. Is he backstage yet? Mm, no. Should have his webcam and microphone on, too. All right. What is the microphone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Houston says, uh, your father, Jim. Your father, Jim Ross. Oh. Well, no, you- no. Good no, God Almighty. God Almighty. They killed him. Anyway. Is he backstage yet, Brandon? Uh, no. Hmm. I'm still keeping an eye on that. I mean, your father, Jim Ross. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> it should, you should be... Uh, Your dad sounds like Jim Ross, uh, Jordan. 
Oh yeah, he. I know he does. I mean, of course he's from. I mean, he's in. We he's southern, of course. Yeah. We hit the one hour mark. Um. Are you sure? Is he backstage yet? No, he's still not. Uh. If uh, <laughs> shut up. He he be be here. No, I'm just stopping it. Well, carry close to please. Oh, but still, shut up. I'm just kidding. Um, freaking. Oh boy. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to go down there and probably help him if uh for some reason he's not appearing. Um. I think you had no choice, Jimmy. Will you turn the freaking song off? <laughs> turn it off, David. Enough with that. No. Now I know. No, God, that was me. That was me. Oh. Oh, and, and oh. there he is. All right. The doctor. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to my father, Robert Greg Little. Yay! Now you're probably wondering, you're probably wondering, people, why is your father on the show? Well, the topic we're about to discuss is a main event topic regarding to why the real reason why WWE has moved their um WrestleMania event from a stadium to their own training center. You see why my dad's here? Go ahead, Dad. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I see we got the whole crew here, don't we? The four horsemen. Yeah. I'll be James J. Dillon. That's right. <laughs> Hold them up, fellas. That's right. The horsemen have entered the live podcast. Now, I was asked to explain this. I'm going to do my best. I may get some of the years and dates confused. I am old. Now that no, that, that no, it's not an understatement either. Great stuff in here. Anyway. There was a time back when the ultimate warrior was chosen to be the chosen one. He mm -hmm. was going to go out and he was going to take Hogan's place as the number one guy in the WWF, as it was known at the time. Old Hogan was wearing down. He couldn't make all the house shows. He was starting to get older himself. His body was wearing out years on the road, etc. So they brought along a Jim Helwig out of Texas as the dingo warrior made him the ultimate warrior since he was now with the world wrestling federation and they brought him along had him pin the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time in just a matter of seconds if you remember that and they chose him to come up and they brought the whole program along had him uh, win some matches over some top heels that hogan hadn't faced at the time i think and the whole thing was designed to have a three-match series. WrestleMania 6 in Toronto, WrestleMania 7 in Los Angeles, WrestleMania 8 in Indianapolis. And as you guys are wrestling fans and y'all have seen in your lifetime how quickly things can change in wrestling, they brought Warrior in. Pat Patterson got with Hogan and Warrior, and the whole match, if you go back and watch WrestleMania 6, it's probably the best World Wrestling Federation match Outside of Ricky Steamboat and uh, Macho Man from WrestleMania 3, this match will be number two on the all-time list. 
It, mm-hmm. it was entirely coordinated move by move by one of the best wrestling minds in, in, in the business, Pat Patterson. He, he spent months with them. They walked into that match knowing whenever arm would be swung and every leg would be kicked, etc. So they built that up to have one of the best matches of all time. They had the stadium in Toronto. What was it called? The Sky Dome. Is that right? Yeah, it was the Sky Dome back in, uh, you know, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And they sold out the, that football stadium in a matter of no time. And it was it was almost as big as WrestleMania three, which is the lot, largest live crowd ever to see a wrestling event in North America at the time. Mm-hmm. Then WrestleMania four and five, they weren't able to book that big a crowd, but they got together, had this big plan with Warrior and Hogan, and they built Warrior up to be Hogan-like status. They had the match. Warrior won the belt. Hogan goes outside the ring, gets the belt, brings it in. It's iconic. He gives the belt to Warrior, hugs him. He rides off. He throws his hand up and waves as he goes away. And the 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 odd thing was, and I think nobody ever really got a hold of this, was that was not Hogan's last appearance, but they were going to wait a year and build it back up and have the rematch. That was the original plan, though. That was the plan. Three-match series, and if this sounds familiar, they've done the same thing with The Rock and John Cena. That's Hogan Warrior. That whole plan right there was their plan. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy being involved in Hollywood and the other guy calling him out. It leads to this, blah, blah, blah. So during the time with Warrior as champion, they began to notice that God bless him. He's a head case and they were not able to work with him as well as they thought they would. Once he was on top, he made, you know, he made some bad decisions and whatnot. And he was along with, with, with the promoters, even in the local towns. And he had a weird way of talking to people. He almost became the warrior instead of being Jim Hellwig when he went to places. In the backstage of a wrestling event, I've been backstage a lot of them. They're not in character the whole time. No. Dusty Rhodes was Virgil Runnels when I talked to him. Uh, Ivan Koloff is, is, and Andrew, you'll appreciate this. Was a he was a guy from Canada, and he talked like this, and it freaked me out the first time I heard him talk because that was the real him. <laughs> you know, he was from Canada. He was actually going to train me, and then I decided not to wrestle because of Jordan's older brother. Once we had him, I couldn't travel like and stay on the road like the wrestlers do, and I decided to stay home, which turned out to be a great thing. I had my other kids. I got saved. I, God called me to pastor, and I have no regrets in my life. But looking at all the things backstage, and like if you come in in character, Arn Anderson told Nikita Koloff he was picking on a jobber one time, and, and, he, and he looked at, at Nikita, and Arn stated this. He said, what are you doing? He said, I'm the key to call off. I'll do whatever I want. He said, no, you're Scott Simpson. Shut up. Treat people <laughs> like human beings, you know. Yeah. And um, so this plan's all getting out there. But then there's one problem. The Gulf War happened. Oh, yeah. And I remember coming home from work and sitting in front of the TV and crying because I, I thought, man, this is going to be bad. They were they showed for 24 to 48 hours live on CNN at the time. There was no Fox News. It was just CNN. was the only 24-hour news station. They were bombing Iraq, and all you could see was just missiles. If you go look on YouTube, the video is probably still out there. I mean, they were bombing them and bombing Baghdad and bombing it. 
And the reason being, Iraq had invaded Kuwait to take their oil. And, of course, the U.S. Army went over there and backed them all the way back up and ended up beating them and, and destroyed them in that. But, see, there was also this threat of terrorism at the time. When I was growing up, terrorism happened in the Middle East. Some whack job would wear a bomb and go right down the middle of Jerusalem or Bethany or one of those places in Israel and blow up cars or one of the other Muslim places. They'd try to kill each other. Iraq was fighting with Iran and all this. And there was always this threat of terrorism. So in light of all of that happening and seeing all that, ticket sales allegedly were, according to um, the guy played Brother Love, I'm trying to think of his name. Wait, no, you're talking about, um, wait, Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard and his brother, Dr. Tom Pritchard, Jim Cornette, a lot of them knew about this. Ticket sales were way down because Warrior had um, not filled his end of the bargain. So they came up with a new plan. The new plan was to turn Sergeant Slaughter Hill, have him turn on America, join up with uh, Sheik Adnan Al-Casey and the Iron Sheik, and they went under the names of uh, General Adnan, and I can't forget. I forget Colonel Mustafa. Colonel Mustafa, that was him. And everybody knew who those guys were just looking at them. It's kind of like when Tony Atlas debuted with the Saba Simba gimmick, and Vince McMahon was at the time announcer said, well, there's Saba Simba coming out, and Roddy Piper says, Saba who? That's Tony Atlas. <laughs> you know. That's funny. And, um, but they had that going with that, and they decided that a new trick would be to have the Iraqi guys be the bad guys, and the Americans come out and win the WWF title or keep it, him from winning the WWF title. Warrior was so messed up during this time that they ended up saying, you know what, we're going to take it off him at the Royal Rumble and bring Hogan back to revenge for America type thing. But by the time WrestleMania was tickets were on sale, we had done whipped Iraq. There was no war there. And it wasn't like when the terrorists bombed the World Trade Center. It was nothing like that. It was about a, a tenth of the time and a tenth of the effort type thing. It was just, boom, it's over with. So now we've got a 95,000-seat football stadium in, in Los Angeles we can't sell tickets for. They couldn't even sell half the tickets, I heard. So they decide what they're going to do is they're going to make, uh, they're going to say, well, it was terror, threats of terrorism, and we're going to move it over to the small building, the basketball facility for the Lakers at the time. I believe it was the Forum. And I think they barely, I, I don't even think they sold that building. There's a lot of tickets given away. And you had Hogan come out, and he walked down the aisle with the American flag. Tah, tah, tah. You know, he comes out there. He beats Slaughter. He body slams the Sheiks and all this other stuff and walks out with the title. Mm-hmm. And nobody cared. Yeah, because everybody knew that the highlight and the match of the night on WrestleMania 7 was actually the Ultimate Warrior versus Randy Savage, the loser must retire they, match. They, that was a great match. And that's, you know, he was King Randy Savage at the oh, time. King, oh, oh, King, uh, Macho King Randy Savage. Yeah, the Macho King. But the funny thing yeah. was, they took a real life event which was the, the Gulf War, and try to incorporate it to sell tickets. And they used that as an excuse to, for bad ticket sales. But the last two years, the World Wrestling Entertainment's live crowds have diminished greatly. They are, it was so bad that you, if you see pictures of this, 
The WWE don't like pictures just getting out. In fact, they put tarps over the empty seats. We were at a SmackDown taping, gosh, a year and a half ago, where they would tape it on Tuesday and show it live on Friday. No, yeah. no, no. It was taped on Tuesdays and shown on Thursdays when they were on uh, USA. When they were on USA, okay. And I looked around. There were black tarps over it, thousands of seats in that place. And I thought, well, attendance must be down because this is a taped event so forth. But apparently it's going on everywhere. So have y'all watched how things have been booked in the WWE? I'll have rant and rave on this there on, on a lot of their stuff, right? Yeah, we, we, we tend to co cover all things, but go ahead. Say whatever you need. So you know how bad it's been. You, got, you guys are the active watching fans. You know how bad the product is right now. Oh, my God. It is. It's become to a point where it's not becoming enjoyable as it once was back during the, uh, the 90s or the 2000s anymore. Okay. The only time it was more watchable was when CM Punk was around during that pipe bomb thing. So you are very much aware of what's going on. Oh, listen, we may we may be retarded, but we're not stupid. Most of us no. we, we, see the thing is we the audience, the fans, we are not not blind to the fact that the, the attendance records are going low. Ticket sales are bombing low, like downward spiral and everything else. And all the booking is so what's this? What's the time when I do this? Oh, yeah. When I take these glasses off, shite, you know, gets real. Guess yeah. what happens? It's dropped down to a minimum low to a point where Wrestle Freaking Mania 36, where they're supposed to have a high attendance record, is dropping. I even covered this on episode 20 of Rant and Rave because, and you want more proof? Macaulay Culkin said he wanted his tickets back and it had nothing to do with coronavirus. And speaking of which, how about we have that covered by, by my father real quick? Why don't you go ahead and cover that? as to why it's not selling. Okay, so we've had horrible, horrible book in the last two years. And WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl. The tickets are sold in advance where you know who the teams are playing. But in the last year or so, when you have stooped so low as to bring Bill Goldberg out of retirement. Oh, my God. To knock off a guy you've made invincible, which was The Fiend. Greatest character since The Undertaker. And you job him out to Bill Goldberg. Now that gimmick is totally ruined for the rest of its existence. You can't bring it back. Four spears and a jackhammer just to, to end a reign of terror that was supposed to be unstoppable. This character can withstand curb stomps, a freaking sledgehammer through steel steps, whatever, and go through debris, the explosions. But yet... It takes a 53-year-old man with four spears and a jackhammer to end him? I guarantee you that that... See, you never saw The Undertaker lose like that. Oh, no. He was built up properly, et cetera, et cetera. So now you're going to have this guy come in out of the, out of retirement wearing gray in his beard. He's <sighs> in good shape look-wise. Look but I'm 50 years old. That means nothing. You can look like anything. You're still old. And you you can't go every night. You you won't go to a house show and see Bill Goldberg. That's why they have with the younger guys as champs, so they can travel, bring the title out. We've saw John Cena live so many times. I could tell you every T-shirt he wore out. 
Oh, he, you know, not only did his T-shirt could ever wear out, he sold more T-shirts than any other wrestler in the company. Top. He was young. Now, now John Cena don't want to be on top, and he don't want to be out there every night because his body can't take it like he used to. So we've had all this horrible booking, and now I want to quote to you Winston Churchill. I quote this in my Bible college where I teach when I teach church history. It, it applies to American history, uh, Canadian history, world history. When men do not study history, they are doomed to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Now keep that in mind, folks. Well, I don't know where David went. Uh, we'll get him back soon. Anyway, but let's continue. So knowing that that statement, if, if we don't study history, doomed to repeat it. I spent all this time building up to this Hogan Warrior thing to where we're at. Mm-hmm. With Paul Angeles and how they move the show. Now we're sitting at home under the fear of coronavirus that, you know, it's a very real disease. It's a very real thing. Oh, it is. So instead of saying, hey, we're not selling tickets and times are bad for wrestling. We've made a lot of mistakes in what we've done. Oh. No, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to say because of the coronavirus, we're moving our WrestleMania from Tampa Bay Stadium, 80-something thousand people, 80,000 people live, millions watching worldwide, the extravaganza, blah, blah, blah. We're going to move it to the performance center and just have the minimal personnel and have all the matches there. That's real cute, but the coronavirus is not the problem. What the what? What is the true problem? Ticket sales is yeah. Why why no ticket sales? Bad booking. Exactly. One hundred percent. When men don't study history, they are doomed to repeat it. Repeat it. And that's the whole problem. And what does it boil down to? Six words: common and logical mother freaking sense. That's what it is. WWE doesn't have any. They don't have any common sense in regards to not not to learn from their mistakes. Listen to listen to this. So you have Goldberg defeating the Fiend, which was ridiculous, and I mean this ridiculous. That you have this character build up to a point where he's unstoppable. He's so bad arse, and he can never beat. No one can kill him. Ah. Well, but then all of a sudden you have Goldberg. You're next, or or Oldberg, or Oldbird, as Jay would say it. And you have him beat a guy who's supposed to be unstoppable. Hits four spears and a jackhammer just to you know get his character off. But you know what? That ain't the problem. The problem is. The Fiend, oh, there's David. The Fiend, he can't sell tickets. No, you know, no, Goldberg can. No, no, here's the thing. These, the company doesn't have any faith in their younger generation of talent. That is their problem. They don't want to build them up to be the next big thing. No pun intended for Brock Lesnar's little, little thing he used to have with Paul Heyman back in 2002. What I do know is this. If you had just took it, if these people took the time and the patience to build these younger guys up. And I can name a lot of names off the bat if I have to. They could have sold tickets as well. Not just Bray Wyatt or Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, etc., etc. They could have done a lot of things. But instead, what do they keep counting on? They keep counting on their part-timers over and over and over again. They have to keep counting on the likes of um, The Undertaker. No, no disrespect to him because he deserves like a yearly, you know, wrestling thing. 
But then there's Triple H, freaking uh, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, etc., etc. It's getting to a point where it's so asinine. The ticket sales have dropped for what for 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 what reason? Uh, my dad just stated it because they are doomed to re to, to repeat history. If I may, this happens in wrestling all the time. In in defense of uh, Vince McMahon, he should have learned from his father. He was the commentator, you know, holding the mic out there year for years. Yeah, he, see the magic debacle when um, Bob Backlund was champion. Mm. And Backlund, I, I don't think that's necessary to repeat. Yeah, it's not necessary to repeat history. It's uh, like when Backlund was champion, they dropped the ball to him because they had uh, they had him there for five years as champion. And when uh, Bruno San Martino was champion, they were going to transition Pedro Morales as champion. And rather than have the two good guys face off what would have been a battle in Shea Stadium or something like that, a huge venue, they had Stan Stasiak beat Bruno and then – Pedro beat Bruno and never had the match the fans wanted, which was Bruno, Pedro. Yeah. Okay, Backlund's run champion was over, and rather than have Hogan versus Backlund, they could have turned Backlund bad or had kept him good, whatever. He could be anybody. Yeah, instead of doing that, they said, you know what? Let, let's, let's put the chief in here. He's been a great guy over the years. And when that happened, you know, she held the belt for a month, lost it to Hogan, thus begins Hulkamania. So they said, you know what, we're not going to have a transitional champion between Hogan and Warrior. We're going to have um, we're, we're going to have Hogan fight Warrior. See, Vince was there for those other two debacles, and his father done that. So I'm going to give the fans what they want, and I'm going to tell them what they want, and give it to them. He did. And instead of finishing the plan, what they do? They drop the ball. They dropped the ball. Okay, yeah. John Cena is calling out The Rock on Twitter about being a movie star and wrestling. Oh, and oh, 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 I remember those. That was greatly set up. As fun, I appreciated it. It looked real. It, yeah, and you know what? That's the thing. They are losing that mentality of making things real. You know? And while The Fiend wasn't real, his 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 aura just got to everybody that whole oh. time i ever saw uh, him come out there and that little mr rogers thing and all that and then he held up his hands and it had the things on them and and then he would have that look and then he'd go back i mean you know like that i thought they're fixing to do something with this it got me interested in wrestling again i mean to the point where i couldn't wait to see the next thing the fiend did or or, or you know what was his character called in the little the fiend, the fiend just but his but his yeah. character's Bray Wyatt still, and and I like that and it just it just died. I grew up in the Carolinas and Virginia, and at one time there's three states here: North and South Carolina, Virginia. Okay, Dusty Rhodes got hired as the Booker here after Starcade '83. He came up with Starcade '83, presented to Jim Crockett. They got this whole thing together. Florida wrestling, Mid-Atlantic wrestling, uh, the guy in Puerto Rico, uh, Carlos's dad, he was going to be in on it with Abdullah the Butcher. They got this great big card together, never been done, done that. And over the course of the next year, Dusty uh, uh, done his timeout as the uh, booker in Florida with Eddie Graham. 
So until that time, Jim Crockett had the great idea. I'll put Angelo Mosca's The Booker Over One State. I'll put my number one guy, right-hand man, Danny Miller, over the other one. More time. Gory Trump Jr. come in and book the third state. That way they were the bookers for each state. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, David's having more technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on. It's the internet. Everybody's at home and don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. Right? The coronavirus is invading the internet. It's 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 like a it's like a bug in the system. Yeah. It's called it's called people at home with nothing to do. Where does David live? Anyway, hold on. He's he's texting me on Facebook. Hold on just one second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he sent me a, a picture of what's going on. The site cannot be reached. Yeah. It should be the same link, but anyway. Yeah. But when 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 he had those three guys book, and guess what happened? One guy, Angelo Mosca, mm-hmm. has a son, and he decides, you know what? I want my son to be the number one guy. And his son could not work the mic, you know. Work the mic. Oh, He's like watching cheese melt on bread. It looks exciting and everything, but it's no good, really. It's just it's just heat doing something to cheese on bread. You know, after watching watch the first four times, it's done. But he would talk like this and say, "I'm coming after you, Ivan Koloff, for that Mid Atlantic belt." And then the announcers were trying to lead him into the next thing, and it just he was not ready for that. Angelo pushed him into the position. He wins the title in the worst possible televised match. They shouldn't have even had that match on television. It should have been an arena and say, by the way, guys, we got a new champion, and here he is, something like that. Edited the clips, make it look like the kid did good. But, no, they showed it live, and it just it was awful. So Angelo gets fired, and they tell the kid to go into the arena and drop the belt back to somebody, and, get, and they, he's gone. Dory Funk Jr., because he didn't say anything, they canned him for the same thing. And the only guy who kept his job was Danny Miller, who went to Crockett and said, this is going on, it ain't going to work. Do you think we learned from history? How many of you guys know Bill Watts? I know Bill Watts to a certain degree. Bill Watts on Mid-South Territory. He bought the territory off somebody. It was a great territory when the, when the Crockett's went to go into – nationwide and Fritz von Erich went nationwide and Vince had already started taking over the territories back in the eighties. Bill Watts had the universal wrestling federation and it was good. And which this, which I believe would, would transform into a different league like WCW, I believe. No, no, no. Crockett ends up buying UWF because Bill Watts took a job with Vince McMahon. Oh yeah. That one. My, okay. I thought it was a different UWF. My bad. When men don't learn history, they are doomed to repeat it. Yeah, he goes to work. He sells his promotion to Jim Crockett. Later, Ted Turner buys Crockett. Bill Watts becomes the guy over WCW at one point, which they had a revolving door of morons in there. Oh, 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 by the way, it's WCW wrestling. No, no, don't say it like that. That's how that they're making fun of all of us. <laughs> okay, don't do that. Well, hey, that's what, like, hey, that's what the that's what the others call nowadays. Like, I, I love that stuff. I know it's funny. I'm just playing. Anyway, Bill Watts is over WCW, and the funniest thing happens. He brings in the quarterback from Louisiana State University to come in, and he's working him to be the big next thing, right? Would you like to guess what that kid's name was? If you say somebody with the last name Watts, 
Ding, you won the prize. Oh. <laughs> to repeat history. So they bring in Eric Watts and, well, a little stabbing incident between Sid Vicious and Arn Anderson happened in England. All kind of things were going on at the time. And then Ted Turner says, oh, yeah, this is not working. You're fired. Ooh. Okay. When, when you do something really stupid, now let's build it up to normal. You know who the key guy in all this thing is with the Vince McMahon thing? Do you guys believe Bill Goldberg is? He knows why this doesn't work better than anybody on this podcast or anybody in the nation. And the reason being, what killed WCW? It was the inmates running the asylum. Hogan couldn't be touched. Nash couldn't be touched. Hall couldn't be touched. Unless, unless if it was a, if it, unless if it was a Jack Daniels, but that's a different story. I mean, they they couldn't be they they had creative control. You don't give wrestlers creative control. No, you do not. And by the way, if I could explain this one part, if I may, see the thing is, if you give a wrestler creative control, there are a couple things bound to happen. One, either you're going to have some type of good product if they are if they can be very you know good with their mindset, like Matt Hardy is. Then okay, but if they are the worst, and I mean egotistical SOGs to ever set foot in the plate face plant, and you give this person creative control, you're bound to two things: one, uh, uh, bound for bankruptcy, or two, no crowd attendance whatsoever because you keep repeating the same thing over and over and over and over. Eric Bischoff brings all these guys in from the WWF. He brings oh in Macho Man. He brings in Hogan. He brings in Hall. He brings in Nash. Luger. Uh, Luger. Earthquake. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Earthquake. I think he was the shark at one point. Yeah, they, God, they, that was, that was retarded. <laughs> and they brought in all these guys, right? But... Bischoff, somebody told him, if we don't start developing talent from our guys, before long, there won't be any guys from over there to get. Thus, he found this guy that used to be a professional football player of the Falcons, uh, Bill Goldberg. Mm-hmm. He comes in the performance center. He wants to be a wrestler, and they build him up, and they thought, man, this guy looks great. Teach him how Wait. to wrestle. You Wait, know. no, 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 no. It, it wasn't a performance center. It was a power plant, like the WCW oh, power plant. Yeah, that is right. It was the power plant. Well, they bring, they bring Goldberg up, and they, they get him through there as quick as they can. They start bringing him out on TV, and he was squashing everybody. Uh, oh. Jack Hammer pin, spear Jack Hammer pin, spear Jack Hammer pin. And they brought him up to 163-0 and or whatever it was. You know, they had him undefeated. He beat he, – they, they had a – Big match in Atlanta in, in the in the Falcon Stadium at the time sold out. The Georgia Dome. Yeah, the Georgia Dome. Huge thing. Goldberg walks in as the US champion, beats Hogan, and it almost had that air of WrestleMania six about it. But who was it that beat Goldberg? Oh, I remember I know this one. I know this one. What it was at Starcade, nineteen ninety eight. At the hands of what big, building? sexy Kevin Nash. Who? What building were they in? Washington D.C. At um, it was an arena, just an arena. No football stadium. They have one up there, you know. The Redskins. They got a team, and he goes in there and beats the unbeatable because the wrestler Kevin Nash 
had the power of booking. He was the head booker at the time. So he makes himself the champ. That is the problem. Snake bitten and you let power go to your head. And we all know all <laughs> power corrupts, like all absolute power corrupts absolutely. Crazy thing happens. Do you remember what it was? Kevin Nash loses the belt to Hogan. How did it happen? It was in the, the Georgia Dome, and it was it was the it was the night where the well they Hogan of Doom. I God, you know you know how do you know how hard it was for me for me to like you know sit stand there with my good friend Brandon Baker in in the Spartanburg Moore Auditorium when I saw Nash and Scott Hall, which ironically was the freaking. 21st anniversary of that episode and on the day where that broadcast of the taping of Mick Foley beating Rock for the for the title. Mm -hmm. You know how hard it was for me not to not to go up to Nash and just God that it, it just boggles my mind how anybody who has creative control could think of something so asinine and so retarded to think that oh I'm gonna drop the belt to Hogan and I'm gonna do it in front of 50,000 people and I'm gonna make sure they don't get their money's worth for a rematch you freaking now, retard Kevin Nash now you know why he's doing independent shows uh-huh now so we've got Goldberg who's the key thing in this Wrestlemania that somebody told him we'll bring you back and have you fight Roman Reigns for the title as the main event thing yeah, well, that, that, that really don't work. That. Yeah, that ain't gonna work because nobody cares. Not yeah, this whole nineties nostalgia, it's not, it's not enjoyable. When the when the when the when Goldberg went got the three count in Saudi Arabia, that's the day the phone quit ringing for the ticket sales in WrestleMania. Oh, my. glad unto God there was some kind of national emergency they could cancel that show over or move it to a smaller location. Just like they were in 1991, 92. So, folks, there you have it. That's the whole reason, and that's an even an entire explanation as to why WrestleMania 36, not only made now to have a two-night event, has become the most why the real reason why the the, the ticket sales have been lowering, and why if you don't understand it. Rewatch the whole thing, and my dad will explain it all again. I'm saying because this is not a this is not not theories. This ain't you know opinions or this this ain't even a take. This is just pure facts. You want facts? Look back on the WWE Network. He and, and look back on, in history whatsoever inside the business. Whatever my dad knows, he's heard of it and he knows about it. And I'm not saying he's the almighty Greg Little. He knows everything. No, it's because he actually knows the business just as good as I do and everybody else here on this call and everyone in the chat. We got Dangerous Dave. We got the J-Man. We got the Prime Minister of Canada and the Governor of Washington all here to tell you. But yeah. What's happening? And don't run, you know? Yeah. <laughs> God. But anyway, folks, that's the whole real reason why why WWE is not doing this in a stadium. There, it, ain't, it ain't nothing to do with coronavirus. It has nothing to do with um, with their stupid uh, you know, announcements they do to try and fool the naked eye and the casual viewer, the casual viewer of WWE product. 
it's all because of low ticket sales and because they are they've repeated history so many times it's got it's catched up it's finally caught up to them what had to say about one concert you know but still so what you have to say about Gronk hosting it? The Rock hosting it? No, no Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski? Yeah, you know what I think? I don't think he's going to make any bit of a difference either. I mean, sure, he'll probably bring some viewers, but it ain't going to make any difference in the in the ratings. Besides, he's going to be the host like the other people have been in the past, like when The Rock was that year. And yeah, all. But, what, but still, I would have thought – I was thinking like, ugh. I don't think so. I, I mean, I would have chosen God. You know who I think I could have chosen to host WrestleMania? Me. Yes. No, I was thinking. I was thinking your mother. No. Uh, oh. I was. Thinking, I was thinking along the likes of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Already done that. No, no, no. They had The Rock, but they never had Stone Cold host it. I mean, they, they never had Stone Cold host it. Never. I got an idea for a celebrity. Don't get a football player. Get a wrestler. Get a former wrestler that you yeah, know, that's properly known. Or like McFoley. Try McFoley well, too. Hogan is with them now. Get Hogan to do it. Well, Hogan hosted at WrestleMania 30, so still, I mean, get a wrestler. Yeah, get a get get a real wrestler. Or like uh, Steve Meggs. <clears throat> like who? Steve Meggs. Steve Meggs hosting WrestleMania. Oh my God. No, uh, he's a guy we had on here for episode uh, nineteen. It was uh, it, it you'll have to watch back on it. it he was definitely a better job than Rob Gron- Rob Gronkowski, and I like Gronkowski as a public figure, but I like your guy better. Yeah, he actually has been in wrestling. He's wrestled and announced too. Yeah, see, he would know. He would know what to do. You know why I said that. You know why I said that to him. Uh, I can only guess why. Why would you say that? To wrap up a question. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That was that was the most <laughs> Yeah, and you lost your freaking mind when that happened. You're like, bang your chair and having a big fit, David. <laughs> anyway. But still, what do you guys think of my dad's, you know, explanation as to all that? I'll first start with you, Brandon. You know, it, it was well said, though, knowing that it's – and I thought they they rumored though they're gonna have that massive square guard, but no. Oh no 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 no. WWE wants to have a two night event though for WrestleMania, both having at the Performance Center. I'm like the most legendary arena of all time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and to probably gonna do it probably into a flop. It's I'm gonna sorry. be. I'm, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's, you know, and having Rob Gronkowski hosting WrestleMania. Okay. All right. I understand that, but still. What's I understand? There's nothing to understand, exactly. But the thing about it is, have a real wrestler. Like, you already had the past, like, Hulk Hogan. I mean, The Rock. You know. John Cena. Well, John Cena is wrestling. Sorry. Yeah, he, no, he's wrestling uh, Bray Wyatt. But yeah, have him host WrestleMania one day. Oh yeah, yes. There you go. I mean, and, and you know what, Mr. McMahon only wants is money, and that's it. Yeah, Not, he doesn't care about the fans. 
Oh, yeah. And guess what? Why? Because he... Oh, my God. To strike with the first part, you know? Yeah, exactly, with that other certain individual. And you know what? Here, no, other, Unlike that individual, guess what? We care about the subscribers. But I digress. When it regards to Vince McMahon, he doesn't care about the subscribers on YouTube, the followers on, on Facebook, or the, the followers on Twitter. All he cares about is getting the money from the fans who pay to see his product, his stuff. Well, guess what? His product is going down the tubes. And it's not just because of coronavirus. It's because of the low ticket sales of him using the 90s nostalgia bullshit. Yep. I hate the people. I, that I, I don't need the 90s. Explain to me. I was there. I was born in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could probably tell that he's so much spooky. Anyway. My freaking brain hurts just by discussing that. But anyway, Brandon, anything else you have to say? Do I have anything else to say? Well, and all I got to say to Mr. McMahon is this. I don't, you know, you could be the guy who you could want to have all the money all you want, but you might have to retire someday because you're already at that age already that you need to have someone come over and just say, uh, hmm, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, at least have your son-in-law, at least something, somebody would have to, to take control over this. Oh, my God. That's, that, funny. that's funny. Steve Mix hosting WrestleMania. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I'll have my, that should happen. I'll, ha I'll have takes of what uh, Brent said. I don't like people that do things just for the views or just for the money in general. Because why are you doing it? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my take. So it's, we only do this show right. just because, just for the fans, and also for people who watch this to actually to support us, not for the money or nothing. Yeah. But anyway, based on what my father just said, Andrew, what do you have to say about what he just said in regards to everything? I, I agree with. Jordan, I agree with your dad. I think he got a good point right there. I think I think is the, the ticket sales are the worst, but it's not the coronavirus. I think your dad's got a good point right there. He's got a good point right there. Mm-hmm. Well, my take on all this, when my dad told me this, now, not the way how he explained everything in detail. The way how he explained it to me was a short version of it, and when he told me this, I was I was laughing because that because I think it was how ironic how history repeated itself. Only they only had like maybe a maybe a thousand, ten thousand, maybe fifteen or some more for WrestleMania seven. But when it regards to this WrestleMania, this one hap will will be without a shadow of a doubt the worst one. Why? Because not only will there be a crowd there, but because they were do they were repeating history like they keep doing over and over again. Oh, yeah. it, I mean, you are. Like you are doomed to repeat history. I'm telling you, I dude, I, I'm glad that I have a thing called common sense because I actually know right and wrong and actually had a book, a real wrestling show. And by the way, during the elimination chamber live reaction, when I was in the private chat, I actually did my own fantasy booking of what could be on that show for like the universal and WWE titles in the elimination chamber matches. You know what I mean? And yeah, one of those matches didn't have to involve Goldberg being the universal champion. 
it was like the fiend being the universal champion and he would actually clean the whole whole you know mat with all those other wrestlers becoming by becoming the last guy come out of the chamber and then relates all other five yeah but yeah but at the end of the day we gotta give props to my dad because he actually gave this you know um explanation a well well you know good clear insight and wanted to be with you thank and yeah well folks that's going to end it for this week's episode. If you like this episode, give it a thumbs up. If you dislike to give it a thumbs down, please leave a comment. Yeah, yeah, leave a comment in the replay of this episode below after it's um, publicized. And also, be sure to subscribe to Brand Martin. Hit the notification bell to be notified at all times whenever he's going to do a live stream or a video. And that goes the same for me, Jordan Little. Name, name's right there to type it in. And also, Andrew Hawking for GSC TV Channel 85 and also to David 3000. Um, as for my dad, I don't know what kind of account would you say you have for YouTube, but, uh, we got BBC Victory Babies Church, Gaffney, South Carolina, but we mainly broadcast live on Facebook live. It's on my own personal page, Dr. Greg Little at Facebook, whatever the thing is. If you'd like to know, write in, we'll send it to you, uh, or be my friend on Facebook. Will you be my friend? Uh See the Bray Wyatt. That was. Will you be my friend? I saw your uh, Greg. I saw your video, and you did great, especially that suit you're wearing. I love it. Thank you, sir. You want that right? Yeah, it, actually, he does. I mean, who? I mean, everybody who's friends with you on Facebook or friends with me, they wa they see a lot of things with you. Everybody. Yeah. Why not? There's a. Uh, I tried to give an encouragement out to everybody last night about the coronavirus that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of, of, of love and of, of, of power and the love and of sound mind. And that's the main thing. Use your common sense. Don't do stupid things. Don't go to the hospital and hang around with sick people. Stay out of there like they told you to. I'm an ordained pastor, 25 years in the ministry, and I can't go in unless somebody's dying right now. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, if, if the governments of our world right now are not trying to control you, they're trying to keep you from dying. I don't think they're the bad guy in this situation. They've never faced something like like this. That's the point. That's the point. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I have a community. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I have diabetes where I've got a compromised immune system. I can't be around. I'll, I'll get it. So if the other 30 321 million Americans would join in, all the Canadians on the broadcast here, your your country would just chill for two weeks and let this thing run its course and let's get back to normal life after that. He's got a good point. Hold on, Gurn. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. With that all being said, I'm Jordan Little. This is Brent, Brent Mar Martin, oh, way over there. Andrew Hawking, David St. Dennis, and my father, Robert Greg Little. And this has been the 23rd episode of Rant and Ray Podcast. Now, if you excuse me, I need to go downstairs and see if I can try and help out some more technical difficulties and get my siblings situated for their second feeding. So, good day, everybody. Yep. We'll see you on episode 24. We'll see you on episode 24. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>